I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Last episode, but it didn't really feel like the last episode, did it? Yeah, I just, I kept waiting for something to happen. I kept waiting for some excitement. I didn't get any. Oh, God. I know, we're going to make it exciting, aren't we? Oh. <laughs> we'll take a weekend out of it. Start with Tion and David. Oh, God, uh, we have to. Yeah, they, they have sort of split up, as it were. Well, they're in different places. Tion's in a hotel. David is in his grandma's. She texts him uh, where she's staying. He comes over. And you take it up from there. Basically, she was saying that she's so disappointed in him and, you know, he wasn't in the least bit remorseful mm. over what happened the previous day because he was dancing. Imagine. Oh, my God. He's oh not God. the least bit remorseful about dancing. Oh, and if I allow him to continue dancing, I will be overcompromising. That's what she said. Yeah. Like, I died. Liz, seriously, you just, you'd know that she's only 21. She's so naive. <laughs> she, isn't she, though? There's bigger things you could be worrying about. And but she anyway. she loves to mangle the English language as well, too. She really does. Absolutely. She must have been getting the English test lessons over there. That's what must have been happening, I think. Maybe nobody ever picked up on that, Hugh. No, no, no. (laughs) Maybe we're just absolute kind of vocabulary police and grammar police. The one bit of comedy we got apart from that was David comes in and he paraphrases George Michael and he says, I will never dance with another woman again. Yeah, Yeah, and then you start singing Guilty Feet have Got No Rhythm. I did. I'm I sorry, did. Well, where are you going with this? You did, yeah. It was the funniest moment in the whole episode, I think. He added a little bit extra on, though, because he says, or any other woman. Now, that was to catch her out, because she had been dancing with his nanny. When he comes into the room, I thought it was unusual, because he lay down on the bed immediately, smirking at her. Yeah, I, I think this is all part of the plan with with them two. Um, the sec- there's a big sexual tension between I them don't know, two. Hugh. Is it just me, or do most of the cast seem to spend most of their time in bed? Well, we had uh, Michael and Mercy the last day. Uh, we had Shane and Mer to do all their conversations practically on the bed as well. They're always surrounded by cushions. Who do we didn't really see in bed were Hoops and Jose? Yes. We didn't really see them in bed at all, did we? Yeah, you have a bit of a theory about that one, that they weren't even sharing a bed. Yeah, I well, I did kind of say that. Yeah, absolutely. But Rebecca and Christian were in now. bed as well. So, you know, yeah, I think a lot of them spend most of their time in bed and have all these deep, meaningful discussions in bed. <laughs> Maybe it's just easier for the camera crew. Oh, we'll never find out now at this stage. The next scene we see with them, it is pitch dark and they're driving off and David is taking tea on. Somewhere special. Somewhere special. And he has a plan and the plan is the proposal. So will they go to the they go to the, the monument anyway, which is where they had their first date. Yeah. Um, and they arrived there anyway and he decides that he wants to bring her to see the sunrise and it just seems to be a very cloudy kind of a hazy kind of a cold uh, morning doesn't it yeah and of course what does Tian say beautiful scenery and everything in a special place and yeah. you know what does she say about first thing in the morning I've had my surprise now come on let's go somewhere I want else. breakfast yeah I'm I freezing yes. I'm freezing oh I want to see the sunrise with you the view's not going to stay the same like I'm cold <laughs> I want to go now she would have been better off with Michael he'd always feed her well that's very true that's yeah always yeah. Michael's answer to but everything but we wouldn't give her Feed a coat her. Exactly. so she'd no still coat. be cold she'd still be cold we should have a big sausage booty or something like that true so anyway they forgo the sunrise yes. because she's got, literally going to walk off so he's kind yeah. of saying to himself okay look I better pull out this ring now and yeah. get down whip it out whip it out which is what he did 
And Tion, true to form. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're forgetting the best bit. He was crying even before he took well, it. He wasn't he was crying. crying. That was that, well, he that was fake crying. cry. It was pathetic. Oh, my God. It was, seriously, if somebody had started crying and blubbering that pathetic fake cry to me, I would have thrown myself off the bloody <laughs> monument. And she wouldn't even hug him. I don't she wouldn't blame even hug her him because he was too cold. No, no, he was too cold. Oh, and he was saying, yeah, hug me and I'll make you, make you yeah. warm. And she was going, no, your hands no. are too cold. No. So my whole memory of all of that is is spoiled because she wouldn't hug him because of the cold. She could feel the cold. She was ungrateful. The fake crying. She was moaning. And her tan lines. What about you know, her tan lines? Two well, great, be quite strappy tan lines going down. I know, Hubie. So you're spoiled with me. Yeah. You're spoiled because I don't do tan lines. No. It's not that I go naked. That's, no. I'm not saying no, that. No, no, she does But not. I'm just very careful about my tan lines. You are. You are. And you're... Um, so meanwhile back at the ranch yes um, she he whips out the ring mm. and gets down on one knee and Tion true to form says it, you know where's the real ring <laughs> like seriously Tion she described it as an eyesore among other things now this is an eyesore cheap disgusting and belongs in the bin yeah she did and she told him all that yeah I know and he took it he did he actually took it so I mean my respect for David has looked just gone to an all time low <laughs> I honestly think he's some sort of a masochist he must be he he likes to be abused doesn't he he must be he really must just because she had no respect for him she had no appreciation of his feelings wouldn't she whatsoever. be such a good dominatrix all the same <sighs> I think she definitely missed her calling although she's done 21 it's not too late for character yeah but you see here's the thing she has a little think later on in the day and then on mature recollection she appreciates his gesture she wasn't prepared for it is her excuse and it's all nice again what a load of crap and what a load of utter total crap this placeholder ring which is a new phrase on me have well, you I've heard, never heard of that no. no so a placeholder ring it's a placeholder for the engagement ring and the mm. engagement ring is the placeholder for the wedding ring wow it must be this generation now is creating much more steps like in our day you kind of went out with somebody and then you got serious and then you got engaged and then he got married now there's all about this exclusive thing and you know you know you're not looking for anybody else and then eventually you become the girlfriend and boyfriend and you know and then you get engaged yeah and then you get married well yeah well so when again to get the placeholder ring i don't know i, I never heard of that look it was just it was just nuts it was just crazy i never saw somebody so ungrateful it was absolutely mm. embarrassing to watch no. and I, I don't know who i was more embarrassed for her or him yeah but then again like is it really the final episode because these are nowhere near finished look at they are finished you <laughs> they are finished yeah. like there's no way that's ever going to go anywhere no I no. just can't see it they can't really move anywhere forward without major major let's sell a tape over all the cracks yeah there's too many so cracks eventually just the sell a tape is going to give away isn't it yeah they're, they're living in cloud cuckoo and neither of them have a clue I think they probably borrowed that one brain cell that Jose and Hoops had oh god well they're not using it they obviously <laughs> just sent it over there to Tiana David and they're using it now Rebecca and Christian help me with Rebecca and Christian Rebecca has insomnia when we see her first she says oh I just can't sleep I've been getting up at half five every morning Christian is sleeping like a baby he's going round in his vest and the only thing they seem to have in common at this stage is their two dads aren't coming to the wedding 
Well, that was another quite humorous moment when he said, you know, my dad's not coming either. And she said, well, your dad's dead. He doesn't have a choice. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit heartless myself. I don't know. No, I thought that actually was quite mm. funny. But I mean, I mean, what do we say about Rebecca in question? Rebecca, Rebecca, you need to get with the program. I hate to break it to you. It might not happen, you know, mm. today or tomorrow, or next week or next month. But he is going to absolutely shatter your heart into pieces. You know, she's just like we're talking about Tion, you know, not compromising at all. Yeah. And then we're talking about Rebecca, who's older and wiser and yeah. has been here before. And she is bending over backwards to keep Christian happy. Yeah. You know, there's nothing she wouldn't do for him. She's really compromising herself. I'll give him one thing, though. You have to give him one thing. He is taking on UK culture like no other foreign gentleman has ever done before. He's got the phraseology. He talks about the boozer. He he goes down to Weatherspoons and he gets himself pints of Abbott Ale, I think. With right. the chasers. Now, Abbott Ale, in case you don't know, is one of the cheaper uh, pints in Weatherspoons, and it's also one of the strongest when it comes to alcohol. Great no, stuff for getting plastic. Didn't know that. And he's sitting there all by himself with the cameraman, obviously. And I think the lounge staff have been told to collect all the empty glasses from all the rest of the tables <laughs> yeah. and put them onto Christian's table because <laughs> he's a little bit anxious and he needs to go out and spend a bit of time for himself and get drunk. <laughs> Like, what has he been doing for the last couple of weeks? Like, as far as I'm concerned, he's been just sitting on the couch, watching television, playing PlayStation, and well, obviously drinking as well. That's what we thought. That's what we thought. But then we see a brilliant shot of him staggering home. Great stuff. Holds on to the front door, manages to get his key. In he goes. And there he is. Hello there, darling. You all right? He says. Yeah, he sounded, Jesus, is English. Yeah, didn't he? My God, it's really British John Ball. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So he needed some time on his own. She talked about him getting pissed again. And she really stressed the again. Yeah, alarm bells ringing. So oh, he's yeah. obviously done it before. No, this wasn't the first time. And he muttered and mumbled and out it came. He thinks this is all a bit of rush. Yeah, and she, she's been a nightmare to live with. Yeah. So up until that point, like, I mean, she had been kind of holding her ground and, you know, saying, yeah. where were you? Like, you should have answered your phone, didn't know where you were, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. She, was, she was kind of a bit of a stroppy for him and, and giving him what for, which he deserved. Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden she folded. Yeah. Once he said that, she folded. At this critical point in the drama, you made a great observation, Linda. You liked their wallpaper, didn't you? I did like the wallpaper, the blue and then the white underneath it. Yeah, it was just, it was so boring. Everything else was so boring that, yeah, I was kind of, I felt myself looking around the room to see what was in the room. Rebecca, if you're listening, loving that lovely blue wallpaper, let me know where you got it. (laughs) (laughs) We're to try. Anyway, the morning of the wedding and she wakes up pretty depressed. Well, he's already gone. Off he goes. And over to the Nana's poor Nana, who apparently the Christian fella seems to get on with as well. Yeah, Nana Margaret. Hmm. So he's getting ready from her house, obviously, because it's tradition that the bride doesn't yeah. see um, on the morning of the wedding, etc., etc. So he's getting ready there and he's looking very dapper in his suit and he makes his way to the registry office. Hmm. With the Union Jack on his lapel. What was that on his lapel? I, I thought it was know. like a name badge in case he forgot his name or something like that. But how <laughs> never. He probably wears that in Wetherspoons. So they deliver him home. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He has his postcode. Yes, his postcode <laughs> on it. Bring back. So Rebecca's sitting there and she's putting on her makeup and she, in, in fairness, she did. She looked gorgeous. She did. Yes. And she was, she looked like she was really looking forward to today. Yeah. This is really where she wanted to be. Hmm. And she was putting on her makeup on her own, wasn't she? And things. Yeah, it was yeah. very lonely. I just thought, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping like we just kind of got that edit and there were more 
more people with her there on yeah. the day supporting her. Yeah, I, I just, I did feel a little bit sorry for her if that was the case. Well, I, I, I you know, yeah, I, I still feel sorry for her because she went ahead with the wedding. <laughs> but anyway, we <laughs> see uh, the Christian fella and he's pacing up and down and telling the camera crew to go away. And, and like, I have yeah. to say, look, at, he deserves to be on television. Like, he's an actor. He would get a role in any sitcom. <laughs> Well, he was having major second thoughts, Linda. Let's call a spade a spade. Oh, was he? Because once he got in there, once he went in, it was all like, oh, my God, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm. And, you know, one look at her and all of my doubts fade (laughs) away. And it's like, oh, my God, seriously. The irony was, though, she said at one point, when I came in, he looked so handsome. She said, I really wanted him to see that I was there and I hadn't got cold feet. I thought she the irony had, of it, yeah. Yeah, she never had cold feet. It was him that had cold feet. I mean, like, God, I can imagine her watching back on this now. Like, you know, how many times did he change his mind? Like, yeah, I really didn't think he was going to turn up. I thought he was going to yeah. bolt. Well, bolt for the door. Christian Alejandro Paradis. So is she now going to be Rebecca Paradis yeah. as opposed to Vanessa Paradis? Yeah. Jula Taxi. <laughs> you thought of that as well, did you? I did. Yeah, I did. Fools seldom differ, Linda. Congratulations, Rebecca and Christian. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats, guys. Shane and Mert. Well, you know I like film noir. And one of the things in film noir is we get great big flashbacks. And we got flashbacks because we kind of got the morning after. And Shane spoke about deflated. And we kind of went, did we miss something there? And no, we didn't because we got a flashback. 24 hours earlier, we were thrown back to the joint stag and hens party. Yeah. So they were all out in the garden, having a great time, having a few drinks, having, oh, was it Willy Bingo or something Willy like Bingo, that? Willy Bingo, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All having a brilliant time. Shane looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mert actually looked really well as well. Yes. Grace looked lovely and everybody looked lovely. And we met the sister, Maz. Yes. I wonder if that's the one that was going to Turkey for the surgery. Is, yes. that, is that why Shane was in Turkey? I could think of two reasons why you thought of that, Linda. A left and right one. They were both on our chest, weren't they? They were. Yeah. They were perched. We saw them all waiting for the car to turn up, for Shane's mum to arrive. Shane's mum and Suzanne. Very, very strange. And the orange car pulled up. I'm not sure what brand of car it was. It pulled up so they could all see it because they were just posing for a picture or they were waiting in line. It was like a crowd waiting in line. It was like Mercy and Michael's wedding, wasn't it, when they drove into the village in Kenya? Well, that too. But I was yeah. actually thinking of the late Queen and then everybody getting ready for her to come along at a theatre. Well, there you go. I think something slightly more British, but there you go. But either way, they were waiting and the strangest thing happened. The car came up and then it reversed No, back. somebody appeared to get out of the car and oh, then it reversed back. I didn't see that. Yeah, somebody oh. appeared to get out of the car because they had a bag or something with them. Oh. I was thinking, I wonder what's in that bag. And then the car just reversed back and off they went. They had a bag with them, Shane's mother. <laughs> Shame on you, Hugh. <laughs> My God's an awful thing to say about Shane's mother. Anyway, what was that about? I mean, the car sort of reversed back and then shot off. I don't know. And do you know what? We still don't know. No. I mean, I was, you were saying that to me at the time. What's this all about? I was going, I'm sure we'll find out. Just totally shush. unexplained. Yeah, absolutely. So we know now that Shane and, or that Mert, sorry, and Shane's mum. Yes. Uh, Sherry weren't actually getting on. Prior to the wedding. Which we had absolutely no clue of. We were just told, well, the apartment was a bit small. But actually, no, hold on. Shane said it was after they moved out that the relationship went downhill. So, I mean, something that is really broken there. So I'd love to know what happened. Yes. Either way, it is one of the greatest mysteries of all time. 
it kind of gets some light thrown on it because Mert makes a phone call in the middle of the party to the mother, Cherie. And the excuse Cherie gives is that she was very behind with the decorations and she didn't really have time. So it kind of begs the question, does she only have time to sort of take a quick look at them and then get somebody to turn the car back around and drive off again? I don't know. It was all very strange. Well, I was thinking she pulled up and she saw Mert standing there, didn't expect Mert to be standing there or something like that and then drove off. Maybe she didn't realise that Mert would be at the party, that it would yeah. be a joint stag party, even though there was no... Was there men on it? There was men on it, oh, yeah. There were men on okay. it, yeah. Again, oh. it's just... It was all confusing. And then uh, the other thing was that Shane was actually wearing the same outfit. And it seemed to... He seemed to be... She seemed to be wearing the same outfit on two different days. Yes. And that really confuses as to, you know, what was before and what was after. We didn't know sometimes which was the bit after the day and which was part of the day itself. Exactly. Because we were sort of saying, was this bit recorded in the house while everybody else was outside. Very strange. And then it was even more confusing when we saw Shane's mother's car. Yeah. There in in the house. Um, Outside the driveway. When they were discussing all of this. And they came into the house and the mother was nowhere to be seen. We thought she'd be there. Yeah. Maybe she was hiding behind the couch or something. She's a thin lady. She could fit. Poor Shane was distraught. Yeah. Absolutely distraught. Two days before the wedding, um, her mother and her husband-to-be were talking. All hell broke loose. It was absolute carnage. Isn't that what she said at the hen and do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she's crying. She's visibly upset and I don't blame her. Which we never got to see. Again, I feel cheated about that. Well, I would have loved to see Mark kicking off now. I think that would have been entertaining. Yeah. But you hold on now. You see, the whole thing was, it was all meant to be about drink, that he had too much drinks, right? Now, we saw him the other day coming back from Sainsbury's or whatever, or Morrison's or wherever he came back from, right? With his shopping. And I don't think he had a few bevies. He didn't do a Christian. He didn't go off to Wetherspoons and have a few bevies on his way home from Sainsbury's. Okay? No drink on him then. He pretty much appeared to kick off then. And we signposted that in the last podcast. Oh, that when he was slapping the counter? Yes. That, yes. He, that he had a bit of a temper yes. on him? Yeah, I'd pay for it. I'll do as I want, basically. Yeah, well, Shane did say, Shane did say that Shane need, that Mark needs to control his temper. Hmm. Her mother needs to apologise and yeah. Shane needs to control his dem- temper. So yeah. that was a bit telling, wasn't it? And he wasn't letting it go. He threatened to derail the red wedding, if you remember. Yes. You know, and poor Shane was dreading the wedding. I know, yes, yeah, she really was dreading it. Yeah, she was very yeah. upset, you know, but it is supposed to be the happiest day of your life and yeah. all of this crap is going on in the background. She really no control over it. So anyway, she goes out with her mother and Grace to have their nails done yes. and she kind of tries to have a chat with her mother and, and she's basically kind of saying, I'm stuck in the middle and yeah. she is stuck in the middle, you know. Yeah. As I say, it's the most important day in her life and she's stuck in all of this drama. Kanye has not come together and sorted out before the big day, but the mother's having none of it. Well, the mother, it's not that she's having none of it. She's no. saying, look, we'll be civil to each other basically mm. for the day and we'll be relaxed. But And we can sort it all out afterwards. So there's obviously something that does need to be sorted yeah, out. Yeah, there is. There is. There's something deep there. Maybe we're not being told the full story. I don't feel we're being told the full story at all. No, absolutely not. Maybe we'll get at the tell-all now next week. Yeah. But Either way, we see the wedding venue. The Cedars looks mm. lovely, looks gorgeous. Beautiful summer day. And Shane and Mart arrive at the hotel and they went into the bedroom. After having the scene on the bed. Perhaps Every scene has to be recorded on the bed. There you go. Yes. And he's quite perturbed by the fact that he's not going to spend the night with Shane. <laughs> Well, he was only told that at the last minute. Well, I think he's even more perturbed by the fact that he couldn't have his five minutes no. hanky-panky. <laughs> Maybe that was to keep him better behaved on the big day. He actually genuinely was perturbed that he wasn't going to fight, have this, his little hanky-panky, wasn't he? Mm. He fully expected it. So, <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't wait. laughs> 
<laughs> so we cut through the next day and thankfully Shane is actually getting married with her bridesmaid Grace. Or yes. Getting ready with her bridesmaid Grace. <laughs> getting married. That's a whole different show. Yeah. I shouldn't have had that last glass of wine. <laughs> we saw a little more of Grace. We saw Grace without quite so much makeup and we could see Grace's lovely freckles. You really liked Grace's freckles. We shouldn't freckles. mention yeah, that. No, really no, cute. no. Do you look less like Katie even this week? Didn't yes. You? Well, being Irish, we like our freckles. Yeah. So the, the pair of them are getting ready and they look lovely and, and yeah. Shane puts on her wedding dress and she looked stunning. She really yes. looked gorgeous and she's so excited about it now. And I have to say, didn't didn't Cherie looked gorgeous as well mm, in her blue dress? Absolutely. She looked really lovely. But yeah. you're forgetting one little bit. You're forgetting about Mert on the phone to his mum and dad. Who were absolutely over the moon for him mm. and really, you know, sorry that they weren't there and saying how, what a lovely girl Shane was. And- yes, the mother was. Now, I want to know something about that. I thought something very strange was happening with the mother. If you saw the mother on WhatsApp, the mother had a completely blue background. I saw that. Did you yeah, notice yeah, that? Yeah, I, I saw now, that. Now, that looked that. to me like one of those fancy backgrounds. If you press a little button now on WhatsApp, did you know that? You can change your background. No, I didn't know that. Oh. Why did I want to? It's, it's, apparently, it's for people who, you know, want to hide where they are. Okay, to, so to, to people that they're on FaceApp calls yeah. to, or WhatsApp calls. Okay, anyway, whatever, she, the, the mother, tell, fair play to them. Over in Turkey, they're up with the technology. Looked to me like that. It actually looked like a person on like, you know, in a memoriam card where you just see their face, okay? And especially with the headdress on her and then there's clouds or something behind them like as if they're looking down from heaven she did look a bit like a religious icon I was thinking that so the father then gets on the phone the father is Mm. delighted as well so I'm wondering did the mother actually tell the father I don't think so that that Shane was born a a boy no because her phrase was the mother's phrase was about the beautiful girl and all this and it was all very much give that beautiful girl our kisses yes very much to make the daddy feel everything is as he would expect and the daddy said something quite similar as well didn't he yes and he also said we're going to have a a nicer wedding back in Turkey. Yes. Ready for series three. No, I don't think so. Oh, I will. Oh, oh yes. I don't know. I don't know. If anybody's going to be back, it's going to be them. They look, they genuinely looked yes. happy to see each other at the wedding, didn't mm. they? I mean, they really genuinely looked like they were in love. Yeah. And they were saying that they were in love and Mert was all over Shane and Shane was absolutely delighted with life and saying that Mert was the bravest man she ever met. Who? Shane. No, saying who? Bilal. 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 Yes. Mert who? Well, actually, no. When 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 the, the, the guy is officiating said, you know, do you, Shane, take Bilal? Ah, oh, the wrong series. You're thinking I'm the thinking, US series. This this is the twist we've been waiting for. Who the hell is Bilal? Bilal is, Bilal <laughs> is the guy who, who had had one of and, and met her in a van in the That's American right. series. He was pretending to be poor and he was actually yes. a millionaire. Yeah. They're still together. Yes, good for them. Yeah, I know. I don't know if she's had kids yet, but they're yeah. still together. They can't afford to split up. Well, it's not true. <laughs> I wonder if he ever set her up in her business. She has that yoga business. Remember? Oh, that's right. It was in Bahamas or something. I know, he was. had a whole room in his house just devoted to her. Yeah, it was like a shrine. <laughs> oh, that was another one. I didn't think they'd make it down the aisle either. But it's surprising. Sh- it's surprising. Shocking. But anyway, his real name appears to be Bilal. There you go. So they got married and yes. they are now husband and husband, apparently. Yes. I like that celebrant about nothing as sweeter than love and all he said. He sounded really genuine. And he nothing seemed like stronger. A, yeah, no, I do he seemed like a nice man. Nice, yeah, I do. He's good at his job. Guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Shane made an amazing tribute, I thought, to Mert's bravery. You know, he, he, you know, she was saying that other guys were with her and whatever, but, you know, didn't like being seen in public and things like that where... And Mert, Mert absolutely you know, embraced everything embraced that she was. All of her. Yeah. And every, yeah. you know, 
all of her facets. Every facet of her personality yeah. and who yeah. she was. So I think, you know, you can't ignore the genuineness of all of that. Yeah. And when I, I read, again, congratulations, guys. I really mm. absolutely wish Despite all our humour and taking the, the piss. The best of luck. No, we wish all the couples the best of luck. Like, yeah. I don't want to see anybody breaking up. Like, you know, no. I want to see any relationship breaking up. No. Um, unfortunately, I can't. <laughs> And we do Sorry. like we do like spotting the ridiculous. <laughs> we do like spotting. Yeah, 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 we love the ridiculous. This series wasn't quite as ridiculous as last series, though. No, it wasn't. No, no. I, I, you know, in fairness, I thought this this series was kind of genuine. People who are genuinely mm. in love, for the most part. Yeah, but they don't always provide the best stuff for the piss take. Yeah, and I think the producers they really, really, really tried to <laughs> to make it kind of uh, you know put in their cliffhangers every week and and make it seem as if they weren't quite going to get to the altar yeah but apart from Tion and, and, and David yeah and the um, the Scottish guy Robert yes. and Asel. Asel. yeah I'm that was left in the air a good bit yeah completely yeah I should just say at this point what did make this series so different and so enjoyable for us the number of members of the cast who got in touch with us yes thank you all very much yeah that was was really we really enjoyed those interactions yeah just to know that you were listening and you were laughing along and they took what we said and uh, in the spirit that it was intended just having a bit of fun just having a bit of crack so will we move on to the trailer for next week's episode yeah uh, so dramatic uh, was the big thing how dramatic the series was and there's going to be a tell all next week yeah that should be interesting well as interesting as the tell all is going to be we shall be covering Married at Foresight UK that starts tomorrow Monday the 18th of September we shall be in Lanzarote by next week we shall be doing live episodes to cover that stay by your phones watch out uh, for your notifications because we will be doing I'd say maybe two podcasts in the coming week to cover the first four episodes I'll try and stay sober enough for that Hugh how's that good I'll luck try. with that no promises in the meantime keep enjoying the rest of 90 Day Fiance enjoy Married at First Sight UK when it starts next week join us and we'll talk to you very very soon laters bye for now Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com. indicastreality at gmail.com.